Hey, small business owners and entrepreneurs. Well, 2020 is finally coming to a close and we're looking at 2021, which means there are going to be a lot of podcasts and live streams and articles and blog posts about summarizing 2020 and predicting 2021. This is not that video. Um, since, you know, let's face it, the end of the year and the beginning of another year are basically just mental constructs that we use to organize time. And so I'm going to let other people do the summaries of 2020 and the predictions for 2021, even from a business perspective. What I think matters right now is deciding what really needs to get done to move our businesses forward. Because ultimately, that's the practical thing that we need to do. Rehashing what was isn't going to help. And predicting what we cannot possibly know isn't going to help. But knowing what we, getting to the facts of our business and identifying those things and figuring out how to move forward, that does help. So today we're going to talk about um, what do we really need to do going forward right now in this moment and how can we keep our eye on the ball? So it's time to roll up our sleeves and get to work. I'm Stephen Krause, small business owner, enthusiast, and advocate, and this is Up and to the Right, the no-nonsense podcast where we blend your passion with proven business principles to create practical, actionable, sustainable solutions for small business. All right, so let's get right down to it. Um, no real, I guess I have an update section of my notes. I don't really have any specific updates. Um, I am looking forward to getting some more uh, guests on the show. So in 2021, uh, we are working on on adding additional talent in terms of having a um, uh, periodic guests on the on the program, whether they're uh, going to focus on the pivot to profit segment that we've talked about before, or just simply guests to talk about uh, a specific business topic or or something like that. We'll be looking at that um, today. You know, and and as always, the 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 idea today is to talk about the topic, but find something practical that you're going to get out of it. This is always about what's in it for you. In the twenty or thirty minutes that we're going to spend together, how can you get value and um, I want to thank you, of course, for uh, watching. Uh, if you are watching live, feel free to uh, get in the chat. Let me make sure the chat is open here. And you are welcome to uh, put questions in the chat or um, or just comments, whatever. Uh, the link to the show notes page will be at b50p.info forward slash zero uh, forward slash UATTR058. For this particular episode, if you're watching the live stream replay, there will be chapter markers down below in the description so you can get directly what matters to you. And I think uh, that should do it for the note. So let's get right into uh, what we can do uh, to move our business forward in 2021. Um how, I, I, what I want to cover today is how do we even know what the important thing to do is and how we can stay on track. And uh, 
you know, the, the economic environment is very dynamic. There's a lot going on. Um, and we need to keep in mind, um, that, uh, we have, we have to be able to manage within the realm of the day-to-day dynamics without letting the data, the day-to-day dynamics make us crazy. Um, and, and so how do we know what parts of those things, what dynamics we need to deal with and what we have to push aside? Um, and how do we keep our attention on what we know we need to do? Um, so I want to talk briefly about, I think it's important to, while I'm not going to rehash all of the bad that happened in 2020, I do think it's important to acknowledge that 2020 was a difficult year for small business. There's a Washington Post article that I will um, link in the show notes uh, that goes through some of the common words that are used to describe it. Um, Exhausting, dumpster fire, chaotic, heartbreaking, unparalleled, unprecedented, uh, relentless. um, and, And all of those can be used to describe what you may have experienced in your business in 2020, um, the runner up for the best description of 2020 that I felt was a runner up, my own personal runner up was you're on mute. Um, as we go through and we say, okay, people are learning to use the the tools for, uh, staying connected when we can't connect in person, obviously people on web conferences who are still on mute. Um, that was pretty funny. And the best one that I saw uh, came from this ar- the uh, Washington Post article, uh, was attributed to nine-year-old Clark Smith, who said, it's like looking both ways before you cross the street and getting hit by a submarine. And uh, obviously, being a Navy vet, I thought that was the, the best analogy or the best thing. Look, it was no question it was a tough year, okay? Um, and I, I want to acknowledge that without getting too... Um, wrapped up in the rehash of it. But I do think it's important to acknowledge it because it is that fact that put us in the position that we sit today, wherever you are as a small business owner, whatever position you're in, you know, 2020 was largely responsible for that situation. And it's important to acknowledge and understand that. Um, I do want to say something about the two words unparalleled and unprecedented. Um, people have thrown those around since literally since March, I've been hearing those two words. Um, and, and let's face it, they they are hyperbolic. They're words that are used to get people to listen to a news story or get clicks on the internet or get watch time on YouTube or whatever. People use those words, um, to get our attention. But the truth is humans have gone through a lot of really tough stuff and this pandemic doesn't even compare to a lot of them. And I'm not dismissing the struggles that we're having, but I think it's important to keep it in perspective because hyperbole creates hopelessness. It creates despair. It doesn't help us recover. So while it has been a difficult year, we need to acknowledge that. We need to be very careful about the language that we use to describe the year or the period that we're in, but also the language that attracts our attention because where we put our attention is where our head is at. And right now, when things are tough, we need to keep our head in the game 
in the game of winning, not the game of losing. So that's that's all I want to say about that. So it's been a tough 10 to 12 months. Okay, let's face it. That's, that's the reality. Um, so the practical person is going to say, all right, what, what do we do about that? What do we do about the fact that it's been a tough year? Um, and, and I want to, I want to get you to think about one thing. What is one thing that you need to do to move your business forward now? And you might be thinking to yourself, there's so many things, but we're a limited resource, right? So there can't be that many things because we can't get them done. And I'm not saying that to be discouraging. I'm saying it to be encouraging. It's time to choose the one thing that is the most important to moving your business forward and focus your primary energy on that. And that doesn't mean we don't market. It means that marketing, and, and this is an example, marketing does not become our first primary focus. It does not, it does not absorb the majority of our attention. Now, it may be that marketing is exactly what you need to do. It may be the one thing that you need to do in your business, and that's fine. But for this example, we're saying, okay, maybe that's not. Um, and the reason I'm saying this is, is like I, I said, there's only one of us. And, and if you're a solopreneur and, and if you're a small team, a small business, generally you still have limited resources. And so we need to make sure that we're working on the most important thing. All right. So how do we find our primary focus? Well, before we even do that, what are some examples of primary focus? What does that even mean? Well, I said marketing and marketing is really not, marketing becomes this, this kind of ambiguous jellyfish thing that you, you uh, amorphous thing, uh, getting the word out, brand awareness, stuff like that. Um, making sure that people know your offering is available. That's the core of, of what the marketing team needs to be doing. If that's your, if that's your goal. Um, so that's one thing, but we may, we may pull it back a little bit and you may look, be looking at, look, survival of my business is the one thing that I need to be worried about. Uh, maybe you need to pivot. Maybe you've been trying to pivot and wrapping that pivot pivot up is the most important thing that you can do right now. Um, maybe you need to build up your cash reserves. Maybe that has been depleted over the last 10 or 12 months. Uh, maybe they are still depleting and how do you conserve cash? Maybe you're at the startup phase and you have to start up in the midst of this environment. Uh, maybe you're in a recovery phase. Maybe the, the lion's share of the, the uh, problems that you were having have begun to abate and you're starting to see uh, business come back and it's time to recover from the uh, impact of 2020. Or maybe you're in a growth phase. And, and it's time for to, to, to really push and, and drive revenue and production. How do you even, how do you know what phase you need to be in or what, what the one thing might look like to you? Um, part of that's going to be a gut thing. I mean, part of it's going to be data driven. You can look at your cash 
and your revenue and say, all right, where is that in, in comparison to my plan or where it should be, where it needs to be? So there's some data-driven parts of that, but there's also this, you know, part of your gut. What does your gut tell you about where you are in your business and what needs to happen next? But that's not all of it. And I, I put together kind of a guideline that I, I want to throw out, um, you know, the, and, and I want to be clear, the exact numbers I'm going to talk about are not important. The, the point is kind of the scale. And I want to talk about the, the, your ability to see the future. Um, imagine if you can see the future for your business a long way out, let's say 12 months for argument's sake. Um, then you're, and, and when I say, see the future, let's talk about accounts payable or accounts receivable, um, or revenue. So sales revenue, if you can see those numbers 12 months out, and I'm not talking about imaginary numbers. If you can, if you can visualize where that money is going to come from, and I'm not saying you have to have hard purchase orders or, or booked clients right now for the entire year. But if you understand the mechanism that's going to bring those people in, what they're going to buy in general, and 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 how much they're going to buy, then you have pretty, pretty good visibility into the future, right? Um, what if you can't see that at all right now? What if you're in, in the one to six months, you really don't know where those people are going to come from? And uh, so, so if we look at a time frame and we say one to six months, I'm going to put that in the survival mode. If you can't see beyond six months of, of business, you're in survival mode. If, uh, you're kind of in the three to 12 month mode, uh, with substantial disruption to your business you're kind of in this place where you probably need to pivot because you need to adapt to the disruption in your industry or just in your business model. If you're in kind of the three to nine months, but there's no great disruption in your business, maybe you provide a service that is easily transferable to uh, web conferencing or distance or doesn't require uh, uh, any of your staff to be uh, interact directly with customers or something like that. Um, or you've, you've put in place all that you need to, to make that happen over the last 12 months, then you can look at, you know, what is your cash position and is cash going to be, and, and rebuilding a cash reserve or, or conserving cash. Um, maybe that's your focus. If you're in that three to nine month range with little disruption, if you're in the six to 12 month range where you have six to 12 months of visibility, Maybe you're in the recovery phase. You know, as we start to get further out, we're saying, okay, we don't have an emergency per se anymore, but we do need to recover and get to the point where we can get back into the growth phase, which is in this example, the 12 to 18 months of visibility where you can say, okay, I see where my business is and I know where it's going and I know how it's going to get there. And now I can begin uh, taking action to grow. And so I, I want to reiterate this timeline is not about months. It's about, it's a scale of visibility into the future. 
and what does that look like for you? And, and it could look totally different for your industry. It could look different for your particular business and it could look different for your own comfort level. You know, you might feel, uh, like, uh, if you, if you can see visibly from six to 12 months, instead of being in the recovery phase, which is what I suggested, maybe you're more conservative than that. And you say, no, I'm, I'm in the cash growth phase, or I even want to, I want to focus on survival given those circumstances. That's okay. My point is not to dictate that. It's simply to give you a, some perspective and some way of looking at the future and saying, how do I decide what's important? And so when we get to the, you, you provide yourself a, a kind of scale. Where do I fit? How far can I see into the future uh, for my business and how, uh, and, and then decide, okay, based on that, based on that visibility, what do I need to do to make the changes I need to, to grow and, or to recover or to survive? Um, you know, if you're in survival mode, what do you need to be doing? Conserve cash and sell, right? Conserve cash and sell. That's it. If you're in, uh, um, a, a pivot mode, you still need to sell and you probably still need to be concerned about cash, but you need to be developing that new product, making that change, whatever that is. And you need to make, so you need to make the pivot your primary concern. That doesn't, that doesn't mean we throw away cash and it doesn't mean we don't sell, but we, we, we do have to make there, if everything's a priority, then nothing is. And so we have to choose the priority and the priority has to be dictated by something that the owner that you as a small business owner have decided is the key to the next, you know, time frame of work. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. So. This is a way to look at your environment, to look at the system that you are at the business that you have right now and the, and the circumstances of your business right now. We need to take a hard look at the data. Where are we with cash? Where are we with sales? Where are we with uh, production and manufacturing? Maybe you're having manufacturing problems. Raise your hand if you're having manufacturing problems. So, um, that is, it's important that you dig into that and understand where you stand and what is causing you the most problem right now. And then we move into what are we going to do to change that? And then we have to commit to it. And when we talk about that now, you've chosen something and I'm going to give some examples in a few minutes for my own businesses, but um, we need to look, what does, what is the thing that we're going to worry about whether it's conserving cash or, or growing revenue or, or whatever, we have to do two things. One, we need to know what done looks like. We need to understand what it looks like when we're finished. And that's the problem with live TV. All right. So, uh, what does done look like? What do we, what is the world going to look like when this particular phase is over? Let's say that we have decided we're in, um, 
the we need to recover a cash reserve. Maybe that's the most important thing for us right now because we depleted our cash reserve during 2020. We need to build that back up. What does that look like? What does done look like? Is it $10,000 in the bank? Is it $2,000 in the bank? Is it $100,000 in the bank? You know, what does that look like for your situation in your business and your comfort level? You know, it's not always about a specific number, even a specific industry. It can be about what is your comfort level in that situation and why, why is this important? Well, it's important because we need to know when we can move on. Because at some point, the next thing that we need to do, the thing we need to do right now has to get done so that we can go to the next place. Now, if you're in the position where you're, you're looking at a growth place and you're saying, okay, it's time for me to grow my business. Well, that's, that's a great place to be, right? And, and there are less, um, constraints around that because a growth, a, a growth phase can be very, very long. But if you're in a recovery phase, I mean, ultimately what, what we all want to do is get to the growth phase, right? That's where we all want to get out of any kind of emergency phase and get to a growth phase. And so how do you get out of whatever you're doing that isn't growth as your priority and get to growth. So we need to put a pin in the emergent action. We need to say, okay, we're going to save money until we have this much, until the financial situation looks like this. That can be a combination of things. It can be a, a bank balance. It can be a revenue balance or not a revenue balance, a revenue target. You can say, okay, when we are, um, you know, have a, a, a rolling three month average of X then, and a bank balance of Y, then we will say this part of what we're doing is done and we can move on. And you may find yourself going through a, a variety of what I would call damage control phases. You may be going through a cash crisis right now, and then you may need to go through a, 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 a recovery phase of getting back to the revenue that you had before, or you may be finishing up a pivot and then you may actually need to go into a cash conservation phase or a cash buildup phase where you've developed the product, but now it's time to put that cash reserve in place. And so you could go through a number of these things, but there can only be one priority. And so what I would suggest is that you pick the one that matters right now and figure out what the end means. And when you know what that means, then you can look at that and say, okay, we're at the end. What's the next one thing that I need to worry about? Because I don't need to worry about this anymore because I put it to bed. I'm done with it. Um, so that's the thing. What is your revenue goal? What's your bank bank balance goal? Um, you know, are you, do you, if you're doing a pivot, do you have the new product or service and is it getting live sales? You know, um, I'm not talking about market testing. I'm not talking about your friends and family. I'm talking about, did you get somebody you don't know from Illinois to buy your product or your service, whatever it is through the new or, or the new product, the pivoted product, or do you have a new sales channel that's generating real revenue? Same thing, not friends and family, not people that you said, Hey, will you check this out? Real people 
who are outside of your sphere who are buying through your new channel. You know, if that's working and it's done, then you can say, we're done with that. I'm going to move on to the next thing that I need to do to get to the growth phase. And that's all this is about. It's about putting to bed every or, or putting out every fire that keeps us from a growth phase that is attributable to the past 12 months, right? So once you've done that, we have to keep it in mind all the time, because if, if you're like me, there's always, there, there are people and um, activities that are always going to be trying to pull you away from that one thing, right? You're going to hear something about a new technology on the, on the web, and you're going to want to dig into that, or you're going to um, uh, have some other uh, chirping bird, if you will, that will start tugging at your attention. But is that your primary thing? And maybe, maybe it is, maybe it dovetails very nicely into that, um, in which case you lucked out. Otherwise it's pulling you. It's, it's creating a tension that's taking you away from what you really need to work on. And you have to be able to remind yourself what it looks like or, or not what it, what it looks like, what you're supposed to be working on. And if you're not at the end of it, you need to pull yourself back on track. And how do you do that? And they, you know, you, you see there, there are lots of ways to do that. Um, you can, you can put a post-it note on your desk or a sticky note on your desk. Um, not a personal big fan of sticky notes cause they get moved and, and quite frankly, uh, you leave them there long enough and they get ignored. Um, one thing I thought about is maybe you can put an alarm on your phone, you know, and, and not, not the six o'clock in the morning alarm or the five o'clock in the morning alarm or whatever, the two thirty-seven PM alarm that just pops up on your phone and says, Hey, what are you working on right now? And is it this, you know, we, we have our, you know, we have a lot of technology in our pockets these days. So there's an opportunity there to use it, to keep us on track. Um, you can make a poster, whatever works for you and hang it somewhere where you see it when you walk in the office every day or, or, um, whatever. Um, and, and, uh, I'll go through in, in the practical action section here in a minute, I'll go through what I've done. Uh, and, and so there's, you just need to pick something that will keep your attention, that will shock you enough when you see it, not in a negative way, but just in a, in a, Oh yeah, I need to make sure I remember that. What, and, and what am I remembering? So let's get to practical action. Now we've identified our visibility. We know, or that's the first practical action, right? We need to look at how long we can see into the future. Then we need to say, where does that put me on my scale? You know, do I have a cash crisis? Do I have a, uh, am I in a recovery mode? Am I fortunate enough to have achieved a growth mode? What does that look like to me? Um, and, and, or am I in the middle of a pivot? Where, where are you and where do you need to be? Then we need to say, what is that one thing and establish it and remind yourself of it every single day, all the time, maybe multiple times a day, um, whatever it takes. Um, and, 
and and identify what it means when that's done. Okay. And I think it's really important to, uh, and, and I, I've said this a number of times, I just think it's really important to make sure you do keep in mind what does done look like so that you're not constantly chasing the same thing and you can move on and move your primary focus from your, your like I said earlier, damage control to getting yourself into a growth phase. All right, so what did I do? Well, if you've been watching the show for a while, you follow me, you know I run three businesses. And um, so I have three, uh, and they're all in different phases of the of the business life cycle. And so I have three examples that are, are different. One is... Um, the is directed energy, the pulse power business. And in that business, we're in a revenue recovery stage. We're in that we, we are, um, you know, business slowed down significantly, uh, in January, February timeframe, very early on. Now we do have, um, significant customers in Asia. And since the, the pandemic hit Asia and Europe as well, um, uh, we, we got hit significantly by that. So we're in a revenue recovery phase and, and I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail why that doesn't mean we're in a, a, a selling or, or marketing phase for that business because it's very niche and we know a lot of the customers. So it isn't a matter of brand awareness or anything else. It's getting back in touch with customers who we've talked to in the past, finding out where their projects stand and, um, and, and supporting them in that. So that's the phase that we're in with the directed energy product. The um, uh, okay, oh, I have a new graphic. So this is our practical action graphic. You have to let me know if it. I think it's right there. Yep. Um, so how far can you see and make it visible? All right. So example, I didn't write down to put my graphic up, so that's why it didn't happen. So I have to change my notes. So, so in the directed energy business, like I said, we're in the, a, a revenue recovery phase and what are we going to do to do that? Connect with those customers and, and support them in their, in their recovery for beyond 50% for this business. Um, I am very fortunate that we are in a growth phase. So oh, we're looking at, okay, how do we create brand awareness? How do we move? How do we bring in more customers and what does that look like? Um, and so I'm excited about that. Um, and we do have some things that we're working on, uh, uh, for January that are going to support that. And then finally for, uh, the, the last, uh, project, uh, which I have not disclosed publicly and I'm still not going to disclose it, disclose it publicly. Um, but that project is, uh, in the product development and startup phase. And so we haven't even launched it yet. And, and we anticipate launching. I was hoping to launch uh, publicly in January, still tentatively looking at that. Maybe it'll push into February. We'll see how the product development goes. So that's, um, that's what that looks like. And on my commitment, um, what, what I chose to do is right here. So I actually, which it should be, it's always backwards. Um, what I did is I actually wrote on my desk where I work every day 
where I was or, or where I am. And, um, and that might not work for you, but, but like I said, sticky notes don't work for me. Um, and I thought about where am I frequently enough where I can get a reminder, um, on a regular basis that will help me remember to stay focused on the things I need to do. And so, uh, you can see the DEI business. We're in the recovery mode beyond 50% business. We're in the growth phase and in the RR business, <laughs> which I really am looking forward to sharing with everybody. Um, we're in the, in preparing to launch. So, um, that's, that's how I chose to do it. And if you're thinking to yourself, but Steve, if I permanently write on my desk, what does that do to my resale value? And I have two things to say about that. One is, uh, first of all, you might want to check out the resale value on used office desks or any used office furniture because it's really, really low. So you're probably not going to get a lot to begin with. And the second thing is if you're office furniture is completely used up in value, creating value for your business. That's what it's there for. So yeah, might not be for you, but, but for me, that was a place where I am going to see it every day. I'm going to be looking at it. And that's what mattered to me is, is it has to be able to impact me. And it's a matter of commitment, right? You know, if, if you're committed enough to make that kind of change to your environment, then hopefully it will help you stay on track when you need to, uh, when you start getting pulled away from that. So um, I, I guess what I'm saying is you've got to commit to these things pretty crazy. You know, you have to have that level of commitment so that you don't get pulled away. All right. So I think that is everything I wanted to share. The show notes for the episode will be at b50p.info forward slash UATTR058. Those will be up later tonight. And uh, you can contact Beyond 50% at any of those usual methods. Um, uh, leave a... Uh, you know, be, feel free to leave a comment in the description below. Tell me and the community what your experience has been with um, where, what is your visibility right now? What is, uh, what's going to be your one thing, right? And, uh, and share that below. If you found this video helpful and, uh, and you're watching, uh, well, live or, or actually if you're watching the replay too, uh, hit the like button to let other other business owners know that there's small business information here and that it was valuable. Um, if you're watching live, subscribe below. Otherwise, if you are watching the replay, subscribe to the channel by clicking the link in the logo in the center of the screen and ringing the bell so you're always notified when we upload new information or schedule new content. Um, on the far left, you're going to see a list of uh, all of our episodes for binge watching. Thanks again for watching. It's time for me to get back to work.